From South Bend, Indiana, I'm Jacob Titus. Welcome to episode 31 of This Day in South Bend. This is a podcast about the history of South Bend. Today is Friday, May 15th, 2020. I wondered how long we would get into this podcast before we had a story focused on the University of Notre Dame. And today's article is simply too curious to ignore. Apparently, about 50 years ago, there was a plan for the University of Notre Dame and St. Mary's College to become one institution. And so today we turn to Saturday, May 15th, 1971. For the South Bend Tribune's announcement about this plan. Co-ed System Slated for Fall by Dolores Liebeler, Tribune staff writer. Trustees of the University of Notre Dame and St. Mary's College Friday signed documents completing the formal unification of the two Roman Catholic institutions. The all-male university now becomes co-educational. Unification of all academic departments is expected to be completed during the 1971 and 72 academic year. The ultimate goal is one institution with one student body of men and women, one faculty, one president and administration, and one board of trustees. In separate sessions, the two board of trustees approved the plan recommended by the executive committees at a joint meeting in March. Signing the official agreement at a press conference Friday in Lamont Hall on St. Mary's campus were Mother M. Olivet Whalen, CSC, Chairman of St. Mary's Board, Sister M. Alma Peter, CSC, Acting President of St. Mary's, Edmund A. Steffen, Chicago attorney who heads the Notre Dame board, and Reverend Theodore M. Hesburgh, CSC, president of Notre Dame. The agreement included the immediate appointment of Sister Alma to the post of vice president for special projects. Father Hesburgh noted that this is the first time in the history of Notre Dame that the school has had a woman vice president. The signing of the agreement also brings an end to St. Mary's search for a college president. Sister Alma has served as the acting president since John J. McGrath's death in June 1969. The identity of St. Mary's will be preserved as a college of record. That is, the women undergraduates at Notre Dame will matriculate through St. Mary's College and their Notre Dame degrees will bear the name of the 127-year-old women's college. A single admissions office will be open this fall, according to Father Hesburgh. Plans have also been made to open a dormitory on the women's campus for men, and one at Notre Dame for girls. As far as co-ed dorms are concerned, members of the board have been singularly unenthusiastic, said Father Hesburgh. Trustees agreed that faculty members with tenure at St. Mary's will be given tenure at Notre Dame. The statement said, Non-tenured St. Mary's College faculty members will be evaluated for tenure at Notre Dame according to the same standards applied to Notre Dame's own non-tenured faculty members, with due regard for their proximity to tenure at St. Mary's, with provision for a reasonable evaluation period as a Notre Dame faculty member. One board of trustees will govern the institution. 
Notre Dame will enlarge the number of its fellows from 12 to 16, adding two Sisters of the Holy Cross, one St. Mary's College lay trustee, and one additional Notre Dame lay trustee. The Holy Cross Sisters will be invited to serve the university at all levels. Remuneration will be negotiated with the religious order in a manner similar to the agreement Notre Dame now has with the Holy Cross priests. Stefan, Notre Dame's board chairman, doubts that it will be less expensive to operate the two institutions as one. The major detail still to be worked out is money. The trustees appointed Notre Dame's executive vice president and treasurer, Reverend Edmund P. Joyce, CSC, and the secretary of St. Mary's board, Sister M. Gerald Hartney, to draw up a plan for financial arrangements. And since I had never heard of this plan and didn't really know what to make of it, we're also going to turn today to December 1st, 1971, about six months later, for the New York Times announcement that the merger was not going to happen. St. Mary's College and Notre Dame University Drop Merger Plan The University of Notre Dame and St. Mary's College terminated today their six-month-old plan to merge. Speaking on behalf of their respective board of trustees, the Reverend Theodore M. Hesburgh, President of Notre Dame, and Sister M. Alma Peter, Acting President of St. Mary's, announced it is not possible to accomplish complete unification at this time. The two Roman Catholic schools, situated on adjoining campuses, said that they have been unable to solve financial and administrative problems involved with the merger. Notre Dame has 6,300 undergraduates. St. Mary's, a woman's college, has 1,600. Although neither president would comment on details, sources said that the Sisters of Holy Cross, the religious order that owns St. Mary's, was unsatisfied with the financial settlement proposed by Notre Dame for the use of St. Mary's facilities. Angry St. Mary's students voted tonight to boycott classes tomorrow. Kathy Barlow, the student president, issued a statement calling for an explanation by the school's board of trustees and for a reversal of its decision. A student group is also looking into the possibility of a lawsuit against St. Mary's on the ground that the termination of unification plans constituted a breach of promise to the girls who were expecting to receive Notre Dame degrees. Father Hesburgh announced that Notre Dame would directly admit its first woman undergraduates next fall, either as upper-class transfer students or as freshmen. Over the next four years, the university hopes to increase the enrollment of women to 1,000 students. Until Monday, thank you for listening.